Hey, man. All right. So this is the third chapter, third part of a six-part series that I'm doing. This is uh, this week we're talking about the thoughts. The series is covering the whole model. This is a a tool that you can use and that I use during my coaching sessions to help men to actually understand how their thoughts are actually influencing their life. So if you're interested in any of the others, there's links to the model or explaining the whole model uh, in the uh, show notes. Or if you're wanting to go back and listen to what I had to say about your circumstance, that's also uh, in the show notes. Or you can go to episode 117 to cover or relaxmail.com forward slash 117. And that'll give you the information on your circumstance alone. Or you can also go to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash 116 and be able to listen to what the model has to say. These are also available for you on the plat- your platform of choice. You can actually go back and listen to the previous episodes. So there you go. That's uh, what we're going to be talking about this week. We're talking about the truth of your thoughts. Why are those thoughts that you're having actually the root of your problem or the secret to what your success is? Talking about that this week on episode 118 of the Relaxed Mail. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mel. All right, guys. So we're talking about thoughts this week and where, why those are the, actually the key to whether you are making it or breaking it. And like I said in the intro, this is a, a series. So uh, this is part three of a, of a six part series. If you want to see the, any of the, uh, Go look at any of the other previous episodes. You can actually do that by going over to the show notes on your podcast of choice or by going to relaxmail episode one uh, or relaxmail.com forward slash 118. That'll take you over to the, to the page. But before we actually get started, I wanted to say hello and welcome to all you new guys who are coming in and women. I actually found out that we've got a few women who actually listen to the show. A lot of them are listening with their husbands, but at the same time, some of them are just listening because they're trying to find ways of helping their sons to actually grow up and become uh, better men, more masculine, more productive men. And to not to make sure that that nice guy that is residing in so many of us men do not develop. If you've got a nice guy in you, it's okay. You don't have to worry about the nice guy. The nice guy will begrudgingly leave when you start taking control of your life, especially taking control of what your thoughts are. And that's what we're going to be talking about this week. So what are thoughts? Uh, probably the best way to look at it. A thought is just nothing more than a sentence that you have in your head. That is all that is. A thought is, my wife doesn't like me. Well, that you can't prove that. You, you, you know, you can't prove that beyond the shadow of a doubt. 
Now she may have said she doesn't like you, but is, you know, again, that's, you can put down that that's a, a circumstance that your wife said she doesn't like you, but you know, can you actually prove that? You know, I've got a black Mazda. Okay. That's provable. I have got a dark Mazda. No, not, not really, because, you know, some people may actually look at that and go, oh, no, 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 no. You ought to try Vanta black. That's a black Mazda. You know, we can, we can actually have so many different definitions. So if it, there's any time you throw something around and somebody else can look at it and go, yeah, no, no, I don't think that's really true. I am broke. All right. Well, how, how much do you have in your account? I've got $700 in my account right now i am flat broke you may have guy living on the other side of the tracks who goes dude i don't even have a bank account and i've got three dollars in my hand right now that's all i've got i can't even buy anything which one's right is, is guy guy who seven hundred dollars in his account broke well to him it is that his the thought that he's having is that he's broke while you can act i see many people who are you know, who are actually living in poverty and they are laughing and smiling and they're doing great and they have a wonderful life. Why? Because of the thoughts that they are having about their circumstance. Now, our circumstances are, like I said before in the previous episode, one one seventeen, circumstances are just baseline facts. They're not positive. They're not negative. They are completely neutral. The thoughts that you have about that circumstance is actually where your pain, your suffering, your sense of, of accomplishment, sense of, of, of joy actually come from. And we often have a lot of fights about what our thoughts are because our thoughts is our reality, essentially. But it's a neat thing because we can actually alter our reality. It's almost like we've got, you know, the, reality stone on the on the infinity gauntlet we can activate that reality anytime we want we can make a little adjustment with just a thought and we could take a bad situation and turn it into a good situation you just went off and lost a hundred million dollars your your business is in ruin that can be seen as a very bad thing right or you can say, all right, well, I learned a whole lot of crap from that one. Let's not, uh, let's not let somebody who's a first, first year accounting student, uh, you know, first year accounting student have access to our books. That's not a good idea. You know, we can, we can have all different types of thoughts about all the different types of uh, circumstances and situations that are going on in our life. Our thoughts are our biggest obstacle. They are what keep us playing small, playing it safe, and not reaching out and doing big, audacious goals. Or they can be the reason why we are doing those big, audacious goals. And we're striving to make that goal happen. And we're putting all of our effort into it. And we are doing what we can. We are, you know, we have a choice. We can look at our wife being upset at us. For whatever reason, whatever we did, maybe we didn't take out the trash. Maybe we left dirty dishes on the coffee table, which I do often. And we take, you know, and our wife is is frustrated with us because we did that. And that our thoughts about her being frustrated 
causes us to shrink down. We stop, we stop being manly. We stop being the, the masculine man we need to be. And we be turn into, we regress into that little boy. And then we wonder why our wife doesn't want to have anything to do with us because, well, we, we become a little boy. She's not going to find a little boy sexy. She's not going to find a little boy alluring. She's not going to find a little boy to be a good leader. You might even have problems where, you know, you're trying to get your, your kids in the house to, to pick up after themselves. Well, you can either have the thought that they're being, being inconsiderate and stomp around and yell and, and take the, the connections that you have emotionally with them and tear them apart with your words. Or you can have the thought of, okay, well, I'm not. Being a good leader as of yet, I haven't inspired them to become the better human, and I've got to figure out how to do that. You can take anything. You can. I've got a got a client that's really struggling with. He likes his house to be a particular way, and he's dating a woman who's got kids, and they have their house the complete opposite. And it's he is hitting so much frustration, so much anger over the fact that when he walks into the house, the house is a disaster area instead of the museum that he's used to living in. Why? Well, that's because of his thoughts. He's got the thoughts that people should be like this. Those thoughts that he's thinking that people should be living in a particular way is a term called the manual. And that is those that is how we believe other people should behave that is shooting on another person i've talked about several times where a person will you know you can if you were to walk in if you had somebody walk into your house you've only known maybe you met them once and you've had them over the house and they come over and they just start making all sorts of rude comments and snarky a lot of snark a lot of uh, condensation 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 condescending <laughs> i get the right word condescending remarks about what your house is like well he's a stranger walking into your environment and he's just he's dogging you are you going to take what he says seriously i'm pretty sure the answer is going to be no you might even turn around and go dude you can you can leave i don't want you in here anymore now, kids don't have that uh, that ability to tell us. Uh, tell, well, they can, but the adult also has the ability to go. Yeah, kid, you're five years old. Shut up, and not not listen to what the kid has to say. But at the same time, a lot of kids realize they don't have that authority, that a power, and so they do what they can in their own way and dealing with their own thoughts which are along the lines of Jack, dude, you're coming into my house telling me that we live like pigs. Why should I respect anything you say? So you, he, you're separating, making a disconnection from the, from the kids and from, from his girlfriend, all because he's wanting the house to be his way. And it's not his house, is it? But it's a thought. The whole anguish and frustration that he's experiencing is because he thinks people should be this way. You have a lot of those issues also. You think your son should not smoke cigarettes. You think your son should not be drinking. You think your son should be should be making uh, 
straight A's at school. Why? Why should he be doing that? Why should he be making straight A's at school? Well, because he can get into a good college. What if he doesn't want to go to college? What's what are straight A's in school going to do for him when he's out in the real world? And being honest with yourself, the answer is honestly nothing. Now, if you're a parent and you're listening to your kid and your kids are listening along, there are advantages to getting A's to working hard. There are advantages, but for what I'm saying, there's nothing. Now, I'll go ahead and cover this. So, Junior, if you're listening with your dad and you just heard that, school, the reason why you actually want to work hard in school, and even if you aren't planning on going to college, is because this shows you that you can do hard things. It is the thought work that you need to have so that you can actually get to the next level, that level that you want to have. Now, a lot of times, yeah, you're going to have, you're going to have teachers who are jerks. That's okay. And we'll, we'll go into those, that stuff later on. But because right now we're talking about just thoughts in general. And yeah, I probably just blew a lot of parents' minds on <laughs> like, whoa, no, why I can't listen to this while my kids are around. It's almost like saying Santa Claus doesn't exist. So, but <laughs> most seniors, by the time they're seniors, they realize, yeah, if I ain't going to college, it's why, why work? Why, why bust my butt this hard? Well, there are advantages and there's reasons, but as a whole, your grade is not going to influence what you're doing as a job for a job. Uh, as a matter of fact, most people, um, the thought that they have as to teenagers having, having to have, uh, we all hear, teenagers thoughts especially when it comes to like advanced algebra when am i ever going to use the uh you know the pythagorean's theorem in real life not many times i mean if you're if you get into carpentry okay you may need to use things that actually have angles in them you may need to to figure that out and that may come in handy there but if you're if you're driving a semi-truck honestly no you may use the pythagorean theorem you may use a lot of advanced algebra but you're not going to use it as writing it down on paper it's some it's stuff that's going to happen automatically in your in your life your brain's just automatically going to do calculations that's why a lot of people can shoot you know shoot uh skeet and be able to hit it because their brain is actually doing mathematical equations right off the bat Without having to think, well, okay, let's write this down. I need to be moving my, you know, they're not going to think that. They're not going to actually think a, a, a problem through. It just helps people to understand how math is actually just shows a lot. The advanced math, the algebraic stuff and the calculus stuff just shows people how. But the, and I'm getting way off topic. So <laughs> let's get back onto, onto thoughts. I was digging myself a hole and went down a rabbit hole. Our thoughts are what we have about a certain certain circumstance, whether that circumstance is our uh, our wife is not talking to us, our wife has asked for a divorce, our kids are our our son is out uh, smoking behind uh, smoking in the boys' room, our daughter is out uh, is sneaking out at night to, to to go see her boyfriend. Now those may be circumstances, and how we react respond to those circumstances are thoughts. Our thought is 
They shouldn't do that. That's a sentence in our mind. That's all that is. Whether they should or they shouldn't is just a thought. Now, there may be good reasons as to why to have that thought. And a lot of those reasons are because of what we were taught when we were kids. We were shared with, we had thoughts shared with us and we've saved those thoughts and they, we incorporate those thoughts into how we think. But at the same time, you can change what those thoughts are. Oh, my daughter is going to be, she is going to hate life when she gets home. Uh, Cause I'm going to be sitting there right there in bed, right there waiting for her to turn the light on after she sneaks back into the, uh, into her room. Oh, that's something you can do. You could also confront her when she sits down at the, uh, at the, uh, at the breakfast table, if she does sit down at the breakfast table, you can, you know, or you could have other thoughts as like, well, she's going to learn the hard way and which is what most of us have to do. We do have to learn the hard way. We struggle and, you know, fight ourselves and cause ourselves so many sleepless nights because we don't want our child to have to learn stuff the hard way. But yet the hard way is actually probably one of the best ways in the world for our kids to learn. Why do they not want to drink? Well, first off, you're going to feel like crap when you first wake up in the morning. And a lot of people, me included, have made sure to make, add on a little extra pain to the, to accentuate, you know, the, the, the discomfort of waking up hungover, sick to your stomach. And, uh, yeah, it, granted, he's Junior's not happy about it at all. But at the same time, you know, you're not happy. So both everybody's unhappy. Everyone's pissed off. Or you could just go, you know, very loudly go, hey, heard you had a good time last night. And, you know, just laugh as you see him cringe because, you know, you just drug, drove a uh, ice pick through his ear with your voice. You know, so we can our thoughts are that start to our model. We have a thought that thought leads to a, a feeling and that feeling goes to an action. The action goes to re- uh, generates our results. And that result 90% of the time leads back up to what our thought is. If it's doesn't lead up back up to the thought, we've got something wrong with it. What our, what our, our model is, but why do you have that pain and suffering in your life? Why are you staying up late at night wondering why your wife left you? Why are you staying up, you know, causing yourself all this anguish because you waited until the last minute to finish a project? Why is it that you want to start a business, but you have yet to do anything towards that business? Why is it that you're wanting a promotion but you don't want to put in the work for that promotion. All that is because of thoughts, the thoughts that you have, those thoughts that are are causing you the, the pain can be changed. You have choices, believe it or not, even when you, your back is against the wall and there's, you often see that there's no other solution. That is not right. Not true. That it was, those are, You've actually got other options. You just may not want to do those other options. You're trying to look for the easiest way out. You're trying to find how do I get out of the situation in without the, with the least amount of pain possible. Well, if you've gone off and cheated on your taxes, 
or if you've gone and and you know you embezzled money you're not going to get out of that very easily without just stepping up and going i i I screwed up dude um here's the money that i embezzled i am ready to go to jail i know i'm going to have to go to jail you can have those thoughts or you can have the thought of i'm getting out of here i'm running for the hills i'm gone and then you're on the life of the run and you, you know, you're going to be on the run for the rest of your life. You're there's nothing, which would be the better solution. Well, I, I don't know. That's your choice. I can't tell you how to think a coach doesn't show you how you should think. We're not going to should all over you. We may play with your thoughts and go, well, dude, well, okay. So what's, what's up with this thought? Oh, well, let's poke a hole in that thought. No, oh, what about the, you said this, but what about this thought? What about that? And what about that? And what about that? And show you that those thoughts are just vapor. And the reason why you haven't gotten your business started, the reason why you have spent the past three years learning how to start a business, though you've not ever taken the action is because you're scared to make that first step. Well, it's not going to work for me. Well, how do you know it's not going to work for you? Have you tried any of the things that you've learned? Have you applied the knowledge or are you just collecting knowledge? If you want to be able to grow and you want to become the better person, you take the knowledge that you have learned and you apply it. But to be able to do that, you have to be able to change your thought. I'm not going to be able to do it. This is not going to work to let's see how this works. Let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. Let's, let's, you know, let's start small because to be able to take massive actions, you've got to have results. What's the result of your action? Well, that action is going to come from your emotions. So if you can change your emotions to something to where you're comfortable, you know, you can try to be, do something comfortable by going, I'm just going to sit here and watch uh, Netflix tonight instead of, you know, writing a thousand word blog post okay well then what's the result is the result what you're wanting that blog post isn't getting ri- written yet but by gosh you've gotten three uh, three episodes into uh into the witcher or maybe you're watching the book of boba fett or maybe you're going through watching the um the marvel Cin- cinematic universe in in chronological order whatever it is you're doing whatever you're doing is leading to a result is that result serving you if not Start with your thoughts. What are you thinking and why are you thinking that? Most powerful question you can ask yourself or anybody else. Why? That's why two-year-olds ask it incessantly. You know, why? Well, because it's blue. Well, why is the sky blue? Because it needs to show the clouds. Well, why does it got to show the clouds so that we know that it's going to rain? Well, why does it rain? You know, we've all had the kid who just asks why, 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 and why? Because he wants to learn. He wants to grow. And if we are avoiding that need to grow, that need to learn by not asking why, why? We have our reasons. We want uh, our thoughts create so much pain because of the emotions. And we actually see those emotions, you know, sadness, worry, anxiety. And you hear everybody these days going, I've got anxiety. Uh, Yeah. And so does every other human in the world. But why are you choosing to sit in that anxiety? Why do you like hanging out with that suit of anxiety on? 
And a lot of them will go, well, I don't. Then why are you staying with it? Why are you identifying yourself as somebody with anxiety? So many people do. They sit there and go, well, I've, I've got, uh, I've got anxiety or they'll even look at uh, ADHD. I've got ADHD. Okay. That's your circumstance, dude. Congratulations. Circumstance, ADHD. You, you know who else had ADHD? Thomas Edison. Yeah. That dude could not focus on one thing for more than just a little bit. And he got so much done. ADHD can be viewed as a superpower, man. So you can either go, oh, well, I got any interesting. I really can't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be very successful. Thomas Edison was pretty darn successful, man. He had a lot of inventions on, uh, on his roster because he didn't choose to let ADHD control him. It was just, he accepted it. It was just part of his life. All right. Well, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to just be talking to this. Oh, hey, look, a squirrel. Oh, look, look, a doggy. You know, he's, he's was bouncing all over the place. He had a lot of energy. He was able to go through. He would stop and he would take little five minute naps on his, uh, on his, on his research table. And then he'd wake up and, all right, well, let's take off again. He was a master at taking little short breaks and then pursuing again. Now, if you can figure out how to actually get yourself to focus, and that's a lot of p- things that people with ADHD and think, uh, and like have a problem with why they can't focus, but, I could, I'm sure I've not ever been diagnosed, but I'm sure someone would probably say I've got a touch of ADHD because I have a hard time focusing. Yet there are times that I can sit here and talk for, let's see here, where the timer says I've got 27 minutes in. By the time I do all my edited stuff, maybe a little bit less, but still, obviously I can focus. I can talk about a single topic for almost 30 minutes now. And it's because I'm not identifying myself as an ADHD type of person. Do I have it? Good chance. But is it, is, am I identified as? No, I wouldn't identify myself as somebody with ADHD. The same as a person. I, do I suffer anxiety? Oh, hell yeah. I'm scared to death when I have to stand up in front of a bunch of people to talk. I get anxiety. I get anxious. I feel that anxiety. Whenever I have to go meet somebody new, if I'm going to talk to somebody new, somebody I've not ever talked to before, guess what? Anxiety. It, it comes rolling in. You're doing something new. You can look at that anxiety or you can take a breath. And I know I'm getting a lot into what the feeling is, feeling stuff down the road, but it's all, all these feelings that I'm talking about are all because I have a thought of, I've not ever done this. I'm looking in the past and I've not, I've never talked to this person before. Oh, well, who cares if I've talked to this person before or not? This person may have even made snide comments about coaching. Oh, well, uh, let's have a conversation with them. Let's learn something about him. Let's learn something about what they're looking for in the world. And maybe I can actually help them. Maybe I can coach them to that level that they need because they're stuck on this little hump. They've got a thought that's hanging them up and they don't know why. And coaching may work. Coaching can work for you. When, if you're trying to get yourself over, over a particular problem, you're wanting to start that business, but you just, you, you don't believe you know enough. Well, how do you know whether you know enough or not? Have you tried? Have you taken the small steps, gotten the small results that equate to a massive action? No. Well, guess what? That's a thought you're having. That's the reason why you have it to take the step is because you've told yourself you've had all this little string of sentences that is in your mind 
telling you why you can't do it. You want to know what those are? You want to be able to keep track of what those are? Start doing a thought download before you sit down and do your model. Do a thought download. What's this thought? What's this thought? What's this thought? Thought, 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 thought. Circumstance. Okay. That's a circumstance. There's a thought on that and 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 that. And I'm feeling this and this and this and this and this. And as you get around and you actually get to really paying attention to what your thoughts are, you can really and easily start to go, all right, well, I am feeling anxiety because of this. But I am not going to run from my that anxiety. I am going to let it be, let dissipate because I want, I have the thought that I can help this person by coaching them. I can help this person by getting them into the 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 brotherhood of men, which is a men's group that I that I have. If you're interested, that information is over on the website. Brotherhood of men is over at relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood and if you want coaching from me, relaxmail.com forward slash coaching. Easy, easy enough. I could have a thought about that little little pitch that I just made. Oh, well, people aren't going to want to hear that. Well, how do I know? I don't know whether you're, you want to hear me advertise my, my skills to you, but I do know you want to be able to hear how to resolve those problems. And sometimes you need just, maybe all the podcast is all you need to have to be able to get yourself over that hump and get past that obstacle, get past that thought blockade that you're having. But then again, it could be that, all right, I'm trying this stuff. It's not working. Maybe I need to step up. I wonder if Brian has a any services that I could utilize? Well, yes, I can coach or you can join a men's group that I'm, uh, that I host. And these are both powerful ways to get you to change the way you thought, think, change your thoughts, change your future. So guys, with that, I want to thank you very much for listening. If uh, you have any comments, questions, anything like that, please, you can shoot them over to Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com or go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact, leave a comment and, and fill out the form there. If you want help, uh, need some help, want some coaching, I can do that. Relaxmail.com forward slash coaching. Or if you want to join our brotherhood, that's over at relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood. And those are two great tools that I have available fixing. I'm working on making a uh, workshop for men, the, the, our fellow brothers and men who are going through a divorce, helping them to change the way that they see the divorce, change how they, why they, why thinking that the, the, the ex-wife or the soon to be ex-wife is, is being so mean to them. We're going to look at those things. We're going to ex- examine those and we're going to do coaching in this workshop also. So if you wouldn't like a little extra, a little bit of free coaching, that's a great place that you can actually go. If anything that I said in here really opened your eyes, really got you to thinking, share it out, share it on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, you know, parlor, uh, uh, getter or any other podcast, uh, or any other social media platform you have. If you know somebody who this would really, really help them out, share this out. Let's get the word out. There is this site. There's this group. There's this community called the relaxed male out. And that it, it is there to help them help men live the best life they possibly could live, live on their terms, live their life the way they need to live their life. 
So with that, guys, I want to thank you so much for, for listening. Get out there. Start making those dreams. Start forming those dreams. Allow yourself to dream. Dream big. Dream as huge as you want to dream. And then start making the plans to take those steps and then take those steps. If you run into a problem, know that that problem is in your head. It's that thought. Get that thought changed and you'll start having the puzzle pieces start to fall into place. So, guys, with that, thank you all again for listening. I'm Brian Goodwin, men's coach for Relaxed Mountain. I'll talk to you next week. Till then, bye.